Hey guys! Welcome back. Welcome back. I've been here for a while. I know, Simone is back. Do you know what? It's so annoying when you're back, Chantal's gone. So, like, honestly, guys, pray for us, man. Because I think it's just this year, like, in terms of uni being in third year, it's actually just been a lot. Assignments on assignments and assignments and everything. It's it's really. Yeah, no, honestly. So, um, what was I going to say? If you've been active on the TL, not even if you've been active in the TL, if you don't live under a rock, you know mm. about the whole um, Meghan Markle situation. Yeah. Hmm, let me not, you know, let me not say too much. Because I thought <laughs> I'll wake up inside Buckingham Palace, you know, I'm not trying to... <laughs> when did you watch it? I watched it live. Oh, did there was you? Like a bu- yeah, there was a bunch of us who, like, we were awake for the live stream. We were like, any- I was checking five different links. I said, oh, what's even today? <laughs> what time so, was yeah. that in the morning? One. It was, it was like oh, one okay, not bad, not bad. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. um, yeah, it was, quite, it was quite late in the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched it the next morning when it was on, um, was it Mr. World Premiere, The Plug? Oh, we love to see it. We love to see it. I hope the reason why um I tried to watch it early is because they were saying about censorship. They were worried that mm. they would take some part of the UK version. So I hope you got to see the full cut. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the I American version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ciao. I mean, what I wasn't. I wasn't shocked. It's a family like the the whole legacy of the royal family is built on colonialism. So. Mm. You it know, was not a surprise. I was not shocked that someone would have made comments about Archie asking what colour the baby's going to And you know what's so mad, though? Like, mm-hmm. Megan is literally, like, white with a She's drop white passing. of black. She is white passing, honestly. Not, to, drop not to take away from her blackness, but obviously, like, it's the whole thing that people get in brown skin versus dark skin. Like, when your skin is darker, like, the darker you are, more time, the more issues you face. So, like... I understand mm. the whole, you know, but she's basically white passing. She's a white passing. Yeah, person. literally. So, and it's like, imagine if they had someone like I don't know who's dark skin, like Lupita. Can <sighs> you imagine finish. the uproar? They wouldn't finish, be married. Finish. They wouldn't be married at all. At all. Even the way um people on the TL were like, "Oh, I hope Archie marries a black woman." So yeah, why are we being used as punishment? This is what I don't. Yeah, I'm not feeling that because whoever gets married to them will then face 1,000 times what Megan has faced. Like, exactly, exactly. And it must have much. been so hard for them to actually, like, do the whole expose. Even, like, Prince Harry, mm. like, you know, quote-unquote, betraying his family and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And also, Piers needs to get a life because <laughs> what is going on? I can't remember the name of the presenter, but the guy who usually does the weather for them, I think his name is Alex. Yeah, yeah Alex, said, yeah, Alex, yeah. My G. That's mm, my guy. That's no, my honestly. Guy. Because... God must intervene. Word. I don't understand this how point. this guy's just... I don't know. Every day, fighting, 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 fighting. And then someone dishes it out back to you and you can't take it? Exactly. You I leave know. the show. Like, what? No, no. Oh. He, he left He left based on request. He just oh, left did the he? Actual... Oh, did he? Okay, so basically, there was a whole campaign on Twitter where they're basically like, go to this link on ITV and complain. And saying well, mm. Good Morning Britain wasn't good enough because um there's this organization called Mind who are for mental health and they I think they were doing something with Good Morning Britain. Mm-hmm. And they were like, How can you have this guy on the show saying that someone's depression isn't real and someone's yeah. aren't real and you're yeah. partnering with them? So Mind released a statement saying, Yeah, we're looking into your issues and then next thing you know, ITV had said he's gone. 
Okay. Do you know the amount of people that filed complaints? I filed a complaint. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Ofcom, we're yes. gonna hear from you. <laughs> Everyone was on off comp, as in he had to go. It's no, to honestly, go. like yeah. it's crazy the obsession. Like it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't even seem like it's healthy at all. Apparently, at he all. tweeted sixty-two times during that whole period. Sixty-two. There's no shit. Like, right. nah, honestly. It's but a lot of mad. people, a lot of the British public agree, which is even more mm-hmm. worrying because it's like yeah. he's not like an only person. Yeah, and a lot of people were saying, I mean, people started doing oppression Olympics online. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, black, <laughs> black people in the US struggles versus black people in the UK struggles. But I think it was more of a thing of where, like, um, you, racism in the UK has always, always been more um, systemic and it's always been more under the radar. Mm-hmm. And incidents like this have brought it out. Because, you know, in the UK, it's very much, police brutality is very much in your face. Racism is yeah. very much out there. So people were like, we now are understanding small for what you guys face in the US. Like, it's literally always mm, in your face. That's true. It's like definitely, that. like... I think here it's, like, you experience it and it's only until, like, you look back and you're like, wait, why, how did they just say that? No, honestly, that was me, my whole secondary school experience. Yeah, I'm never going to go with this. Everybody knows. Not even class, money, nothing can take away from the fact that you're a black woman and you're going to be oppressed. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, that's sad. Mm, that's it's sad. honestly so, so sad. It's just... Speaking mm. of even, like, sad news, like, just mm. everything going on, like, with the whole Sarah Everard mm. case, like, that was crazy. And the fact, do you know what even, like, made me, like, feel like a type of way when it was, like, her remains were found? It wasn't, like, her body was found, yeah. which means, obviously, like, that was crazy. Yeah. it's too sad. It's so, 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 so sad. And it's mm. also sad that only because of Sarah's case have people started shining light on um, Blessing on the Sugar's case as well. Mm, mm-hmm. is, <clears throat> that upset me. A whole health worker. That's I gone, know. I can't, I can't remember what it was. An internship or she'd gone on a placement, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And her body and her phone and something else, like her belongings were found next to her on the beach. And Yeah, like they were like meters away from each other or something. It's and then crazy. I think the police like labelled the death as like, inconclusive or something like that basically they just stopped the whole case and it's only until now that they've reopened it it must be so sad for like the family and stuff i really feel bad for them i hope they get justice because yeah it's crazy even um like not to do oppression olympics again but even if we're looking at um george floyd and brianna taylor like people didn't start taking brianna taylor's case seriously as a whole until george floyd happened and it's like mm-hmm. either it has to happen to a man first or happens to a white person first like um mm. I again um the most disrespected person in society um is the black woman and i was just like oh. I, yeah and i feel like it makes sense as well because imagine like we're already disadvantaged as women and then now you've got to add on top of the race as well. Like, it's ridiculous, like, how much we we get discriminated against in all, like, just different aspects as well. It's just crazy because, see, this this is why I wanted to title this one Misogynoir. If you don't know what Misogynoir is, Noir is French for black. Misogyny, you put it together. <laughs> Black woman misogyny. misogyny I love it. Yeah, it's a little bit of a misogynoir. Quoi to it, you know. Even though it's, it's negative, but still, it's, it's, it's it negative. Sense. But you know, we gon' we gon' reclaim it like queer do. We gon' spice it up. Yeah, we gon' reclaim it like we always do. That's what I'm curious. That's what black people do. <laughs> I actually love it's to the say that. It's the bollocks for me. Her. Her. 
her. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just mad. It's just very mad. Even um, I was watching a video from T Noir. I'm not gonna lie. I really, really, really hope she hears this podcast or something. Because <laughs> I've referenced her because I'm like the biggest please, fan. Please, Lord. But um, please notice me. But um, yeah, T Noir, one of my favorite YouTubers, did a video um called the market of humiliating black women and she basically just spoke about how like it's been normalized mm. um, um how um society has normalized the humiliation of black women things like for example and this is this one is not even we don't even have to go to america or something often black girls wigs um it's such a like demeaning thing mm-hmm. um, someone did it on wild and out i can't remember who it was she even used the example in the video but like you can tell that wigs for black women are big it's like an expression of who you are it's an extension of your personality mm-hmm. so for people to like take that whole thing off your head is like i know public and you know so what like, a lot of people that mm-hmm. actually start removing black women's wigs are black men <sighs> But we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to give back to you. Don't worry about it. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, if you compare it to, like, I don't know, taking off a white person's hat, or even a white person's wig, it's not... Obviously, it's, it's humiliating, but the there's such a... I don't even know how to describe it. Even mm. that motive, the first motive I went to in Leicester wig off yeah there's not a, there'll mine. always be a wig god forbid, god forbid. yeah i didn't even have wigs then but like they were doing it in the middle of um it was tian wayne in the middle of his performance yeah like, now every moment there's why? always a wig that comes off and mm-hmm. and you know what's really sad all these things that they like ridicule women off like like wigs how many like mm-hmm. white women now wear wigs black people having like big lips how many exactly. people are getting lip fillers now? Like, it's crazy. It's always ghetto until it's not black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally, there's so many things. Even, like... Long um, nails as well. D- listen, if we start now, black women are the blueprint. Yeah. Black women oh. are the blueprint. That's all I have to say. Yeah, literally. But, um, yeah, even um, T was saying in her video, have you noticed when they take the wig, it's never just a quick snatch and they give it back. Mm. they'll snatch it they'll wave it in the air and it run they'll away it around they'll be thrown exactly it's just like it's really meant to you know it's horrible mm. and then also um i'm literally this is literally her video quite like um but yeah still go watch it because i've already mentioned that two three points um caricatures of black women mm-hmm. like um all these people that we used to watch like i don't know if you remember young poppy um from vine blame it on quay mm-hmm. um blame it on quay was a guy that did tt I don't, I, I don't know if you remember. I feel like I have to see don't it. Worry. I have to if see you it. See, if you see pictures of them, yeah, you yeah, yeah. remember them. But there are some of the, like, bigger people on Vine. And, um, like, I wouldn't say I necessarily always had an issue with it, but, like, when people are always doing caricatures of black women and then people like, for example, Pat D. Lucky, he is, I think he's Latino, mm-hmm. whatever, but he's he's white. The point is he's not black. And he was there doing caricatures of black women. Yeah, yeah I think I know you who you're talking about. Yeah. You will remember him. I remember him. And it's just him. like, people are now, white people are now like, I don't like to use the term people of colour, but for a, a better, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. um, they'll be making comedy skits about people of colour and it's like, they now feel like they can do that. Yeah, literally. And they'll be copying the exact same thing and they will profit off of it compared to mm-hmm. if a black person did it as well. Literally, which is literally. crazy. It's, it's, it's just crazy because 
like it's okay if you're black within the community for us to be making these jokes but then like when other people on the outside are laughing it's like exactly yeah i'm benefiting off it even reminds me of like i remember when i saw this influencer pay gap where it was like the amount that white influencers can get paid compared to black influencers it was like the most for black influencers was like 4k but for white it was up to like six figures it's crazy um yeah it made me think of you know the serena williams drawing when she like lost a match or like it was like unfairly yeah literally and like the way they made her like really like big with like massive lips and then Mm -hmm. the white woman her opponent was just like fair and it's crazy that's reminded me of um there's a website called racism.org didn't know that existed really interesting has some really good articles like Oh, okay, right, as in a good No, website. not as in, yeah, no. <laughs> Isn't that just being racist? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she's basically speaking about how um, people defeminize and masculinize black women. Like, you know how on the TL, people be taking somebody's avi, a beautiful black woman's avi, and be comparing her to footballers and all of mm. these kind of stuff, and it's just... Yeah. What you one day went through on Love Island was mad. Oh, fam. Like, literally that kind of stuff. Disgusting. Yeah. And then when they perceive a woman to be more masculine, they'll automatically assume that she's aggressive. Mm-hmm. And um, when they've done that, again, through assuming that, they've then assumed that she behaves like a man. And um, mm. then when she faces, like, not criticism, but when she's assaulted or she's hurt, that she can face it more often by herself because that's what even though no one will probably say it that's what we as a society expect from men that when they have trauma mm-hmm. they handle it by themselves so basically mm-hmm. we basically perpetuate this strong black women stereotype by doing stuff like that defeminizing women mm. and masculinizing them and it's just yucky i'm saying a lot that's of words crazy. i hope they make sense i hope they're not too no 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 they do know. they do it yeah. even reminded me it like it leads me on to my my next point i'm not actually maybe i should say the point first mm. but basically like a statistic that i was like i was watching this podcast and watching listening mm-hmm. and and the statistic was that black women are five times more likely to die in childbirth than any other race which is absolutely crazy mm-hmm. and um it made me realize that obviously you know scientists thought that black people could experience pain less and like it even relates to like in slavery like the the reason why we even know anatomy in the first place is because the like slave masters would use their slaves to like figure out what's in the human body oh. and it's so horrible to think that like the knowledge that we know now is because of black people like it's ridiculous and like how like literally they wouldn't even use like anesthesia or anything because they thought that we couldn't feel anything um, like the fact that so we sad. even exist today that we Fam. can stand here today for all the things that people have been... Some said no anesthesia. Okay. Literally, because they thought we couldn't feel... And it's even still now to this day, obviously, that's still been passed on, that doctors mm-hmm. still think that black women can't feel pain. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, Serena Williams Literally. had a whole pulmonary embolism. And she has Girl, to say... Put that in English for those of us who are normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically... <laughs> pulmonary is something to do with the sorry, lungs, sorry. isn't it? It's a, yeah, it's a clot in the lungs, basically, <gasps> that can travel to the brain, can cause a stroke, everything. Like, it's actually really, really bad. Like, emergency situation. So, imagine she... Because I think she had one before or something yeah, like that. So, she was the only one that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was trying to tell nurses. She even had to get up off of bed to like go and tell a nurse that like, listen, I'm in pain. You need to sort it out. Mm-hmm. And then when they did finally examine her, she had clots everywhere. Like crazy. Can you ima- this, this is what I said again. 
no amount of class, no amount of money, like being at the highest class, having the most amount of money, unfortunately, will not take away from the fact that we are black women. Like, why can mm-hmm. we not just be recognised as human beings with rights? Yeah. It's mad. No, it's, it's, on, it's honestly just... And it's really sad to, like, as a black woman, to know that these are the amount of struggles that I'm going to have to overcome. Mm-hmm. Like, even learning from young, like, my parents would literally be like, because you are black, you are already disadvantaged, which means you need to work so much harder. Literally. Like, having to deal with that as a young kid... Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Where your mates are skipping or hopping in the playground and you're worried about your level plus already, which secondary school you're going to. So you you go to good uni and... Stress. Exactly. Even... um, I don't know how many people know this, but um, Tessica Brown, who most people will know as the Gorilla Google English. Gorilla Glue Girl. (laughs) Actually received death threats for the whole situation. That's Which crazy. is just like, sis made a mistake. We all did small kiki-ki, you know? And we got over it. I don't understand. Guilty. No, honestly. I, I, we, we all laughed. Obviously, a lot of us were also concerned. Like, they were like, we want daily updates. Yeah, of course. Because, like... It's a serious situation. Your whole scalp. Mm-hmm. May I mention that it was a Ghanaian doctor who helped her out? Mm. A black man. Black on black, black on black, baby. Black on black on black. But yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And I know if it was a white woman, she would not be receiving these death threats. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. What were they saying? Like, don't, we're going to... What was the reason? I don't even know. I'm trying to fathom it in my head. What would like, I don't get why you'd be that pressed what over her own mistake. Her life. Are you going to do a hair transplant? Like, what's... I'm not... Yeah. It's like, giving me Piers and Megan... Mm, yeah, because... there was actually no need no, no literally so if you guys already do not know we are talking about I guess yeah just the struggles that we face as black women because um, it's a lot so mm-hmm. I think it's good for us to just discuss it and talk about it mm-hmm. um, so obviously the Black Lives Matter movement well it's been happening for time but obviously it was really really big in 2020 and obviously a lot of posts were going around to spread awareness to spread information mm-hmm. and I actually found a post that um, was posted about things not to say to a black woman and I thought we could just discuss the question or well, the statements that were said mm-hmm. and just how yeah you shouldn't be saying these things mm-hmm. um, but yeah so we're gonna go through them so the first one was, can you twerk? Did you ever get that question? <laughs> because, child. I don't think I got it as much as you, but <laughs> definitely some people ask me, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? No, honestly. Yeah. It's such a stereotypical thing. Like, I don't understand how they did not feel shame for that. Wow. Like, I remember in... um I. I remember significantly, I think it was year 10 or year 11. So me, me and Simone have both um, been brought up in like a quite white secondary school. Mm. Well, predominantly white. Yeah. Um, so obviously during that time, puberty and stuff, you start like developing like curves and stuff. So I remember I was like developing a bum at this point. Anyway, everyone was like, oh, <laughs> can you twerk and stuff? And it's just like, it made me feel uncomfortable because it's like, am I like your circus act that you can no. just be and telling what to do? Mom, like, I would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when I um got into sixth form, for anybody that knows about my school, you have these like regular, regular like not pleated skirts, but we basically had like long skirts from year seven mm-hmm. to eleven, and then from mm-hmm. year twelve to thirteen, you wear fitted skirts. 
And everybody's, oh Lord. everybody's like, oh my God, you're bummed. I was like, oh. <laughs> nah, it, like it's not the compliment you think it's giving. Yeah, word. Even one, um, I remember this was back in year 10 or year 11. Um, I, we were like, we had morning registration and I was outside um, like the form room and the way um, my school was was that boys and girls were taught separately up until year mm-hmm. 12. So, um, wow, taught separately. Yeah, we the only time we saw boys was when we had like extracurricular lunch, and then wow. maybe if you're waiting outside classrooms, but like from year seven to 11, I was not taught with the, any boys. Crazy, yeah, yeah. wow. Um, so and you were a mixed school, yeah, the way they call it the diamond structure. So, you start off teaching together from like reception to year <laughs> one, structure. and then they teach you like, yeah, up until year seven. So from year one to reception to year seven, they teach you together, then they start bringing you apart, and they bring you back together. Diamond. I don't. I don't like that. What's the why? Do you have different abilities? This is the this is the thing. I actually think it would have made me more competitive because some of the boys were very, you know, I I would have liked it, but boys are also inappropriate sometimes. So I, I get it. But um, I've really gone on a tangent. So um, yeah. <laughs> so I was outside um the classroom. And one of the boys was like, can I have a hug? And that was, I don't know why in my head I was, wasn't like, no. But I was like, sure. <laughs> Next thing I knew, yeah. I, like, I just feel, oh my God. No. no. It wasn't even him. It was someone else that what they definitely set this thing up. I said. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Wow. I think it's that kind of that whole fetish about like girl, black girls having big bums and stuff. And then, you know, I've never been the black girl before. That kind of, That's yeah. Weird as Next question. Yeah. <laughs> next question. Child. All right. The next statement was, can I touch your hair? Oh my god. I'm sorry that you don't like your 2A texture. <laughs> I'm sorry. 2A? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's it's one A. As in two A. No, because <laughs> Nah, honest I get literally I think from year seven I got that question. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Braids, natural, everything. Oh your hair's so nice. Oh, oh how did you it's do so that? Soft. Hair? Use your oh my gosh. There was a guy in my secondary school, he had like a massive afro mm-hmm. and people were putting things in his hair. Mm-hmm. Like it was pe- and you could tell how sad he was. And he cut it the next year. So. Oh my god! Yeah. Can you no? But can you actually see? Yeah. Can you actually see? It's crazy. Let me it's not even horrible. get into the way schools police black hair and their rules. We're gonna leave that one mm-hmm. for another episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Honestly, we can talk about this for time. Word. Literally. Um, the next one is you don't even sound black. The two of us. Do you see the way we both were just like? <laughs> Every single one. Black like... people are not a monolith. We do not Fam. all listen to the same music. We are not all from the same country. We're not all from Nigeria, please. It's not the only country. There are many other um, countries. Don't, please. Mm-hmm. Under Eurasia. Yuck. It's so annoying. We don't, we don't all like the same things. We don't all have the same views. Even me, I had to check my own um, internal bias because I got into um, different like social groups of people and I was like, there are black people who think this. And there are black people who mm. think that. And in my head, almost all black people were Christian and this and this and that. And I literally had to be like, no. Even me, myself, yeah. don't think, because we're not all the same. We're just different. Yeah, no, 100%. It's crazy. No, oh, literally. You, you just said it all, fam, mm. because... 
Nah, it's actually too much. And it comes from black people as well, which is really sad as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I got that a lot in sixth form, moving from Essex. They'd be like, oh, you sound like a white girl. It's like, what what is that supposed to mean? Okay. It's an accent. And also, it (sighs) implies that, or when people say you're so well-spoken, it implies that black people don't know how to speak, which is yucky. Even, like, this whole, um, however you want to call it, Ebonics, um, of, which is an accent, african-american vernacular english it's a whole mm-hmm. language with structure and everything like when people are like oh you don't know how to talk no 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 it's a, it's actually a structured language as it was yeah. like english does like you have to understand mm. how to speak it which is why when white people are going oh honey you so skinty snap the thesis it doesn't you don't it doesn't sound right because you don't Ugh. know how to speak it that's very yeah have shame do you see what i mean like in the nice respect word respect yourself I know no, this move. Uh, this this one really, really, really annoys me. Um, I'm darker than you, so this obviously replies to when they go on holiday and they see them like, oh my gosh, we're almost the same skin tone. No, we're not. No, we're not. Sis, you sat in the sun, and you've got. Oh, let me just not even go. Honestly. You fell asleep. They have okay. literally. They will have the privileges of being brown skin without all the extra oppression. And I'm gonna name names. Emma Halberg. We can cut this out if we need to. We can bleed this out if we need yeah. to. <laughs> but her, yeah. When I opened, I brought, I sent her profile to some of my friends. I was like, oh, isn't she Leng? I was like, she's white, by the way, guys. They said, huh? One girl on TikTok literally did a TikTok. She said, guess, is this a black person or is this a white influencer with a dark tan? Wow. I got three wrong. Of it, there were like wow. 10 or something like that. But how am I not knowing that a white person is a white? Like, why? And these are people obviously trying to take features that are ours. There's yeah, a girl definitely. I saw on Twitter the other day, super, super, like, tanned, lip filler, everything. And obviously, this is not to say that women don't have a right to do what they want with their bodies. I'm very much mm-hmm. an advocate for no one speaking for what you do with your body, but, like, own your own racial identity, please. Mm, no, honestly. Exactly, because they just benefit, like, they benefit off of our features without all the other extra stuff, all yep. the, like, prejudice that's attached honestly. to it, all the stereotypes. It's ridiculous, yeah. yeah. It's very annoying. Very it's annoying. crazy. I'm going to just do two more um, so that we're not running out of time. Mm-hmm. So one I'm going to do is uh, you're so aggressive. Okay, the thing is, yeah, it's already hard being so being black and being a woman this one is two things this is both um a sexism mm. issue and a racism issue because as a woman you could be assertive and they will call you bossy because people are not used to seeing women in leadership positions then on top of that oh you're so loud you're so you see the way that like even me in my school um me and my my uh, my friends and I, sorry, I trying to find out how to phrase correctly. My friends and mm-hmm. I in um, my lesson class, there was one teacher who would pick on us. And I know, like, people would be like, it wasn't racist, it wasn't racist. She picked on us. Even the only black teacher I ever had in that school targeted us. They always do it. Like, actually, wow. I had two black teachers, but both of them targeted all of us. And they will always come to us and be like, it's you guys making noise. It's da 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 It's da-da-da-da. Like, we would have our heads down writing. She'd be like, girls, why are you talking? Wow. And we would literally be like, but my mouth was shut. She's like, okay. Duh. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you I'm can tell like, she's targeting you guys. What's, what's it reminds happening? me of even, like, this story that my friend had, and she was also, like, in a white school, mm-hmm. and her and her black friends, they were literally just hanging out in the hallway, and one of the white girls was like, why are you guys so ghetto? Just out of the blue. <sighs> because somebody's alive. 
Fam, honestly, oh. like, oh, you guys are so ghetto. Actually, yeah. Yeah, that word shouldn't be coming out of white people's mouths. <laughs> Mm. It's last one that i'm gonna put um that i'm gonna say is you'll be fine you're a strong black woman this is literally what i spoke about before this is mm. such a harmful stereotype because a lot of people misconstrue it and they're like oh it's meant to empower da, 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 da. no this is the whole thing of where women are getting proper treatment because you think women are so strong or we're not getting the emotional support we deserve because we're mm-hmm. strong, because we can figure everything out. And then when we make complaints, it's not getting taken seriously because, you know, we're strong. We can process our own trauma. No. Literally, exactly. like, we're, we're actually human. Legit. Yes. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Look at us. Who would have thought, man? No, honestly, they treat us as we're some, like, some mad being honestly. that, like, is so strong and powerful. It's like, you, you should be able to take all the bullying, all of the racism, because you're strong. Like, you've been, you've done all this. It's like, no. It's such, it's such a contradiction. It's so weird Literally. how we can be so revered to the point where, like, it's with the blueprint. Everything we do, mm-hmm. other people want to do. But also, mm-hmm. like, you don't respect our basic human rights. It's not... Something's not adding up. Um, so after just, you know, all this talk about just different things that as black women we have to face, like comments that people say, um, why do you think, you know, our black men in our community, our black brothers, well, some of them obviously do defend, I'm not mm. saying not all of them, but uh, quite a few, you know, are on the opposite sides, mm-hmm. they're quote unquote coons. Yeah. <laughs> why um, do you think some of them don't defend? First of all, anybody who's getting offended by saying all black men, this whole not all men thingy. It's very all lives matter. You understand what we mean. We've given the allegory of if there are ten men in the room and there's what there's a chance that one of them is you know, I'm not gonna gonna explain that. So if you hear us say men in general in this episode, you know who we're referring to. That's not Mm -hmm. people. But for me it's a thing of where um I always mention the misogynoir thing because it's both racism and sexism. That black men are suffering from racism but not sexism as well they benefit from patriarchy and as wild as it sounds like as much as yes all of us black people are oppressed men have privilege in the society so there are a lot of black men who are not going to defend us because you have for example snow bunnies who will be like yes we're we love black men we love black men even though you only love them for their physical features so you've got mm-hmm. those people who are mm-hmm. it's it's basically i i don't know how to describe it just a, a fake fake respect basically yeah so you've got yeah. those people so they benefit from that because there are people who find them desirable maybe not fully respecting them but you know some black men don't mind mm-hmm. um and yeah, basically because they benefit from patriarchy. Like, they still mm. are recognised as men in society. As much as they're black men, they're still recognised as men. So because a lot mm. of them aren't suffering from what we're suffering from, and because, in a sense, patriarchy... Not in a sense. Patriarchy definitely benefits them. Why would they mm. want to dismantle a system that benefits them? Oh, Do you I know what I mean? That. It's not even to be mean. Ooh. It's not even to attack them. Even, like, I don't know... Um, even sometimes when people are like, um, in secondary school and they'll be like, oh, boys, put away the chairs, strong boys, da, 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 da. As much as I'm mm. like, are you sick? Sometimes I'm tired. I don't want to put away the chairs. Boys, go ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it benefits yeah. me in that moment. So I want it. So because, um, patriarchy as a whole benefits them, 
you know yeah no it's true it's true <laughs> they suffer from it but they don't suffer from the bits that we do exactly. like there's a separation basically Literally. yeah so because they have that small amount of privilege it's like white privilege a lot of the people, mm. why would they want to dismantle a system that benefits them? Even, okay, it's hurting yeah. other people. They're like, well, I'm not those people. Yeah. And that's yeah. how they see it. And they turn, the, turn you know, turn, turn a blind like, eye, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. No, honestly, it's so disappointing when you see, like, just black. And the thing is, there's obviously a difference. And again, like, it's annoying that we have to do this disclaimers anyway, mm. but, you know, there's some people that just complain. Mm. Just that the whole, like, you can have a preference that like, we understand mm. that. But it's like when people are putting down mm-hmm. other races just to benefit another race. Like, I especially like when some black men are like, they, like they're like into white girls, they'll be like, mm. black girls are so ghetto, they're so aggressive, they have short oh, hair, have blah, saying, blah, blah, I'm only into white girls. I'm only into white girls. I'm only... We've heard you. Yeah, We weren't honestly. looking for you. It's okay. <laughs> it's With your straightened hair. honestly. One bank, yeah. One bank, yeah. But, um... <laughs> no, obviously not all um black men... Who like white women are like that. Disclaimer, but, disclaimer. Uh, as in, please, some people are going to cry. I just have to, you know, wipe their tears <laughs> with Kleenex before they start. But yeah, um, it's it's mad. It's mad to think that we're even having this conversation like that. We mm. as black people are not standing together. But there is that saying, um, not all skin folk are kin folk. So mm. yeah, no, for real. You know, it's actually crazy. These... Um. So with all that we've spoken about, obviously the stuff that we faced uh, personally, um, do you worry about how just being black will affect you in the future in terms of your career, in terms of healthcare? Yeah. And that kind of stuff? What in particular worries you? Um, I think stereotypes really worry me because it's a thing that I can't even avoid. And it's just maybe me learning how to deal with it, which is horrible. But mm. I think especially because um, going into like the healthcare world and stuff mm. and a lot of like um, I've seen like stories of like black um medical students or black doctors and like people will see them and be like oh are you the nurse and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and that having to be able to correct them mm-hmm. because obviously like there are like a lot of um black women that are nurses yeah. but there are also a lot that are doctors as well yeah. so I think it's just like even just being a woman as well like mm-hmm. when you see someone in the hospital that's a woman is wearing uniform you're going to automatically think they're a nurse mm-hmm. which is like it's really horrible so I think stuff like that does worry me and that maybe like obviously the black community would trust me but maybe their white counterparts weren't. Because I remember there was a time where this um, doctor was talking and he was, I think he was even Arab, like he wasn't black, mm-hmm. but he would say that like, he's had people that have been like, no, I don't want you to I treat me. And these people, people need... refusing care. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And people, that person needs to be treated. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing is the the non-professional me would just be like, okay, then, bye. Mm-hmm. But like, I actually have a duty of care. Hippocratic oath and all of that this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it is, stuff, stuff like that does worry me. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? Damn. So like, yours is even, okay, mine is, in my head now, it's minor, because basically, um, I'm possibly looking to go into AI. And there was a case recently mm-hmm. with Google where, I think this was more about... Wait, 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 what's AI? What's oh, AI? sorry, yeah. AI For the ones is... I don't know. <laughs> AI is artificial intelligence. So it's literally stuff okay. like Siri on your phone, um, Google Home, anything that basically takes models and learns from them. Even stuff like, um, I don't know, your camera on your phone. You know when it puts that little mm-hmm. square thing around your face? That's AI because mm-hmm. it's recognising the features okay. on your face. So, right. um, yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of biases in AI because of the research that's been done has mainly been done with white people. So, like, mm-hmm. it won't recognise 
pe- black people, Asian wow. people, all of that kind of stuff, where it won't pick them up as well. That's this is small. It's biases basically, very very small mm-hmm. um, biases. Um, as a woman in tech, obviously there's this whole woman and stem, woman and stem, woman and stem, woman and stem. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, there was an incident at Google where this woman was trying to advocate um, for Google um, accepting more students as interns and all of that stuff from black universities. And she was trying to push for this stuff and they were just airing mm-hmm. it. And I think wow. eventually they, they fired her or something like that. Basically, just because she was trying to get more black people. She's just trying to help black people win basically mm. um and yeah it was mad i think she might have been I, I might be wrong but she might have been doing some research as well and what i was saying about the whole you know bias but um yeah i, I worry that people are not going to take me as seriously or i might miss promotions and stuff will be overlooked because of yeah stuff, but <clears throat> god yeah. is my strength in jesus name yeah um, no honestly you know i worry about having a family that's really scary just even having black children have i taught them everything about racism the reality even bringing children into this world is a scary enough thing as it is despite your race despite anything the world Mm -hmm. is a scary place like Mm. coronavirus murder there's just there's just a lot of scary things here and then being black and then being a woman on top of that and we're able-bodied like there are so many other stigmas and biases mm. that other people have to face, other black women yeah. have to face. So yeah, like disabled black women. Oh my gosh, I bet the stories that they have. I, uh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So we. This is just even scratching the surface. I'm scared, but mm. like God is our strength. <laughs> I'm scared, but like. <laughs> yeah god is our strength honestly so obviously we have literally scratched the surface when it comes to the issues that women and black women have because there's just so much like it will be more than an hour um how do you think that maybe our white counterparts can contribute to this because obviously they do contribute to the 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 racism that we have anyway mm. so what is what is a way that they could possibly intervene and how can they almost help because i feel like i saw that a lot during the black lives matter movement like a lot of white people being like well what can we do to help kind of thing people kind of confused <sighs> it starts it starts with the small things like at work as well like for example at work at school when you see someone doing something call them out like the analogy i'll use is um trigger warning small small let's say you see um a guy trying to touch a girl and she feels uncomfortable you can tell that she looks uncomfortable it would be easier for another guy to step in than it would be for a girl because there's that little mm-hmm. bit of privilege there it's likely that a guy would listen to another guy whereas with a girl you know so it's that thing mm-hmm. as a white person recognize your recognize your privilege number one this is this is a lot of things people do refuse to um, accept their privilege yes i'm a black woman but mm-hmm. i'm able-bodied that's the privilege i have so like I recognise that. It's that kind of thing. Recognise it. Um, help when you see things are being done wrong. Be an ally, but know your place. Some people like to do too much. Mm. Know your place. Educate yourself. Don't expect black people to educate you. Like, you can you can Google this stuff. You can Google a lot of this stuff. You can find mm-hmm. influencers. You can find activists online. Like, there's nothing that more time you can't search these days so yeah just do your research if after doing your research you have um you want to speak to black people about certain issues go ahead but be respectful in it. 
yeah no definitely and i think it's just that it all comes down to yeah like education Mm -hmm. and stuff like google is free people and i think it's yeah like recognizing yeah like what 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 has happened in history mm-hmm. what have what contributions that people have made to, for that history kind of thing mm-hmm. and just yeah like making sure that you're not ignorant to these type of issues mm-hmm. like I think a lot of comments that we were talking about earlier they're just based off of ignorance and people don't realize that the negative effect that they can have mm-hmm. um and just see us as human like we're not we're not like animals that you can just like play around. And I think because obviously there are people that grandparents still have this idea, which I think it also makes it hard because it's like there are people that are still alive that have their yeah, ideas that, that we're challenging that. now. Yeah. Even yeah, what you said me of your verse. Yeah, um, we even have a verse that could um, apply to what we're talking about now, which is um, Proverbs 31.8. And it says, speak out on behalf of the voiceless and for the rights of all who are vulnerable. And I think that's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, knowing that like God has given you a voice Mm -hmm. to speak out. Even if our voices will be insignificant to other people, you have the ability (laughs) to be, you have the ability to have that voice that people will listen to. Um, So being able to utilize that um yeah how do you think because obviously we've talked about all of this and especially last year i remember i was so down throughout those all like those mm-hmm. weeks because i was just like god what what are you trying to teach us what are you trying to tell us in this time like how can we actually solve this yeah. how do you think we can ask god to intervene in this how do you think god is intervening in these situations mm-hmm. um basically just this whole topic of oppression and being oppressed reminded me of 1 Corinthians 28, 29. And it basically speaks about how God specifically selected the things of this world and the people of this world who are looked at as insignificant and he will use them for his glory so that mm. the people that think they have lots can't boast and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the things that people think, even the snail, for example, let's not even talk about people, even the snail, God can use the snail mm. for his glory so that you can't come and chat. You are a whole human being that he made you in his image. Like... Mm. It's things like that. Like, God is on our side. He says, I have given you um, a hope, like, plans to prosper you and not to do you harm, um, to give you a hope for the future. Like, God has given us these promises. So, like, God is intervening already. It's, it's partly a thing of believing it, but obviously then it's like, people are like, oh, just believe, just believe, just believe. <laughs> yes, things are hard. Like, obviously, there's a lot going on. Um, communicating with God, like serious, um, intentional prayer about issues of the world. Um, yeah. Even though we're saying how can God intervene, like God is already intervening. It's not like God doesn't know what's going on. He knows that this mm. world has been created like this. He knows the sin. He knows everything that's happening. But it's a thing of actually like intentionally being like God. This is what's on my heart today. This is what's upsetting me. This is this is this. You know. Yeah. That mm. that kind of thing. I, I just yeah. yeah, trying just trying to see the God in every situation. Like Yeshua was even saying, like when the whole thing was going on, God, what are you trying to teach us from this? Like he's always there. Bad things always happen, but God is always there in it. So it's just a thing of yeah. 
And I was going to say also, I feel like even though we definitely have a long way to go, we have actually come like a long way as well. Like, I think just like even, you know, when you see like, oh, this is the first black woman to do blah, blah, blah. So it's like there is like we are making history. We've been making history anyway, but like we are. And we're also being recognized for the history that we are making. So I think even though like sometimes obviously it is like slow progress, but it is still progress. And, you know, God knows like the reason for it more than we do and i think it's just knowing that like he is he's always there to fight our corner like Mm -hmm. even says in um it's your verse (laughs) oh you already said it yeah you already said okay i'll just say it even says in our today's truth that we're going to uh, mention now how like you know god is a god of justice and you know he he doesn't want us to, you know, he created us all equal anyway. Yeah. Like he loves us all. So why would he not, why would he want some people treated better than exactly. others kind of thing? So yeah, so yeah um, we're going to end with today's truth, which Jizzy mentioned. It's Isaiah 117. And it says, learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Please the case of the widow. Um, and yeah, just to explain that last bit, especially, it basically means obviously a widow is somebody who like their husband has died it's the kind of thing of where people who don't have where you see other people lacking and you know you can give give to them that's basically what this whole verse is about like where you see injustice call it out be the person to correct things don't wait for other people to do it that's it mm-hmm. basically that's beautiful thank mm-hmm. you that's okay that's so unique okay. but anyway <laughs> We're going to see you guys. (laughs) Today was a heavy episode. Please make sure you go treat yourself. Go read something nice. No, honestly. Yeah, because it was a lot. Um, We are approaching near the end of the season. This may or may not be the last episode. We have still got to figure that out. Mm -hmm. But keep tuned. You know, I think it's uni. Uni is really, is blocking us. It's blocking us. But we do have some other stuff. Out, out, other po- outside podcast stuff that will be yeah, releasing soon. Check out. Soon make sure you're stuff. looking at our Instagram for yeah. might be some polls. Might be some polls. Keep your eyes. You never know. You never know. So, <laughs> but yeah, we love you guys so much and all your Honestly, support, everything. But yeah, we'll peace out from us. Next episode. Hopefully, Chantal will be with us. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.